Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. besties hello besties welcome back yes I feel like I am back to normal I feel like the last episode I sounded a little bit sick and now I feel pretty good we're back at it ready to go it feels good and not only that but we're doing a movie that's really exciting yes we talked about it in the last episode now and then Right. We talked about it. Now we're doing it. We're doing it. So we watched now and then, and it brought back so many memories, memories. And also we've talked about this before watching it with our podcast eyes, with our BFF bestie, long distance BFF eyes. And it changes the movie so much. Not only was it nostalgic, but it was new stuff, new information. Cause I was looking at it differently. Yes. And I have watched this so many times. And I've, I forgot that I had made Rowan watch it with me a time before. So I called her down last night when I had it on, I said, come on, you're watching this movie with me now and then. And she was like, okay. And so she comes down and she says, now and then I think I've seen this one. And I was like, (laughs) oh yeah, I guess I've made you watch it. (laughs) But this is one of those movies. That's such a good coming of age movie. And I read that it really wasn't popular when it came out. The critics didn't like it. They thought it was just silly and nuanced and it did not get good reviews. It didn't get any awards, even with the big cast, the big stars, the big stars were actually not in it a bunch. The Demi Moore, Rosie O'Donnell, Rita Wilson, and Melanie Griffith, they were really only in it a few minutes in the beginning and a few minutes in the end, but yeah, it, it was not a big movie, but it has just gained such an audience over the years. It, you just have to watch it. It's that coming of age. So as parents, when our girls turn 13, 14, 15, we're like, you got to watch this movie. So that's how it's become popular. Yeah, it was something, it's so nostalgic watching it, remembering how much we loved it. It's fun to share it with our children who are now the ages that we were when we first watched this movie. Mm -hmm. And the ages that the girls are in the movie Mm -hmm. and seeing their summer that they had where they were all four best friends and doing everything together and riding their bikes through the neighborhood, finding a mystery that they wanted to solve and running away from the scary town guy, you know, the fun stuff that we all remember when we were that age. There are four friends and I couldn't help but notice, obviously they each had their best friends. So Roberta and Chrissy, Teeny Mm -hmm. and Samantha they all hung out together, but they each had their one person that they would tell their biggest secrets to like Samantha's dad leaving and her parents getting a divorce. She told teeny first, 
But don't you love how Teeny did not tell the other girls? Samantha was really sad at one point. And this would have been a time that Teeny could have said, maybe you should tell him, or she could have spoke up and said, this is what's happening to her. And she didn't, she kept her secret. She waited till Samantha was ready to tell. Mm-hmm. And I love that. She didn't even give an, any hints that she already knew what was going on. And for being that young mm-hmm. to understand keeping your friends secrets keeping your something that's really emotional to her and keeping those things at such a young age. I really loved that about her. Yes, me too. That was something that stuck out to me. Yes. And so you start out the movie with the adults and it's funny because they're all so different. So obviously Roberta and Chrissy have stayed back in their hometown. Roberta has become an OBGYN and Chrissy's a housewife and pregnant. And they're so comfortable. Roberta comes over to Chrissy's house. She's so comfortable in her house. She is helping her get ready for Sam and Teeny to come over because they haven't seen each other in a long time. Sam and Teeny have left and become uh, a big author and a movie star. Mm -hmm. And when they do come, you can see they're happy to see each other, but there is that little bit of awkwardness. Sam and Teeny are kind of like, oh, okay, I'm coming into this house. And- well, and these two have, so Roberta and Chrissy have kind of grown up together. So they're comfortable. It's second nature to just be around each other. It's fine. And then you have these other two, which Teeny and Sam were best friends, mm-hmm. but coming in and they are not even like best friends anymore coming into this tight knit best friend group because Mm -hmm. Roberta and Christy have stayed friends and they're so worldly. Yeah. They're so worldly because they've left and been out in the world. And so to come back to this, I think they're in Indiana. This is that Midwest. I was going to say Midwestern (laughs) town, but I don't know where Indiana is, (laughs) but they've come back to this small town and Chrissy's couch is wrapped in plastic still, you know, yes. how they used to keep, I guess they, that's how they kept their couches clean. She doesn't keep hard alcohol in the house and they're kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Where I feel, yeah. Roberta and Chrissy have kind of stayed in the past where Teeny and Sam have not. So mm-hmm. they're really feeling like they're coming this is a real blast from the past for them. Mm -hmm. I wanted to give a quick rundown of the four girls and their personalities. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Roberta, tomboy, super outspoken. Her mom's passed away. She's grown up with her dad and three brothers. So she is ready for a fight. She's not scared to be rough and tumble. And then you have Teeny, who is a country club girl. Her parents obviously are a little more well off. Her parents are never home. She's kind of raising herself. And then Chrissy, naive, good girl. She listens to whatever her mother tells her, her mother, Bonnie Hunt. (laughs) I love Bonnie Hunt so much. (laughs) She's such a good actress. And then you have Sam, who is a little more quiet, a little bit weird. I don't, not weird in a bad way, but just a little more different, a little dark. And she's going through this thing with her parents 
fighting and getting divorced. So she has this big thing happening in her life. So that's the four girls. They're different. They have these different personalities, but they fit together so well. Yeah. And then that carries over to their adulthood. They're very similar to the way they were when they were younger. It was Mm -hmm. very easy to tell who was who. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're like, wait, which one was that? But no, not in this movie. They did really good about making it very obvious who was who. Yes, they did. Oh, I have to say, watching it with Rowan, there was a point where the camera panned over their town. I think they were sitting in the diner and there was a Sears store and Rowan saw that. And she was like, what's a Sears? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. She said, is it a, is it a haircutting place? <laughs> exactly like, why our kids need to watch this movie. Uh, I know. I think she thought like Shears or something. I don't know. But I was like, no, Sears. It was a big department store. You could go to Sears and get anything. They right? had appliances, clothes, tools, toys, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mattresses. That, um, yeah. Mattresses, everything. I don't think they have them anymore <laughs> or maybe they're just online. I don't know. Oh, and I loved the way that they contacted each other at night. Oh yes. That was amazing. Yes. They had this whole contraption. They all live near each other, but they had this, just this whole, I can't rem- even remember whose was, there whose. was, yeah. So they have, yeah, a string going to one house yes, with a bell Sam on it. Had so a you string. Pull, yes. Ring the bell. The others had the flashlight and uh-huh. would flash each other. And then the walkie talkie. And then a walkie talkie so to it was Chrissy. this whole series. The thing is, is that wouldn't happen now. Everybody has cell phones. I know. Like just text. all these kids nowadays would have cell phones at mm-hmm. this age and they would just text each other. But back then you had to get creative. You had mm-hmm. to ring that bell and... <laughs> flash the flashlight. I thought that was so creative of these girls to find a way to communicate with each other and all how convenient to have rooms that all faced each other. At I some know point. it just worked out. Yeah. Yes. That was fun. So they had this way to communicate with each other and they would sneak out and meet up at night. They had this mystery. They all, well, I guess it was Sam that was really into the seances and the Ouija boards and and all of this stuff. She's just very dark, very dark person. None of them were super excited about doing this, but they would do it for her. It was yeah. something she really wanted to do. You could really tell that Chrissy hated oh, doing yeah. the seances and reluctantly did it every time, but none of them were the only one that was really happy about doing it was Samantha. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they wanted to get in touch with this dear Johnny, this kid that had died years before. So they would go to the cemetery and try to contact dear Johnny. And then this, this old guy, Pete would be creepily riding his bike around. And so they just had the best time with this. And I remember being a kid too, and loving those mysteries and trying to figure out things. I remember I was at a friend's house. Her brother, her older brother was babysitting us. Our parents must have gone out to dinner or something. And he had something he was doing. There was the neighbor's house. There was something going on over there. And he wanted to find out what it was. And he was babysitting us. So he had to drag us along. I'm sure he didn't want to. And 
he had a flashlight and we're going off. It's in the middle of the night. We're like crossing backyards and he had put tape over his fingers so nobody could see his fingerprints. I don't even remember if he was, it might've been a shed we were going into, but it was so fun to feel like we're going to solve this mystery. Yes. I understand that. So I remember being young and a friend of ours, a friend of mine lived in town. So when we went to visit her, we would get to walk around town. And one time at night, I don't know how we got out at night. I don't know if we snuck out or we were let out, but we were able to go out at night and we went walking around the graveyard. Nowadays, that wouldn't scare me at all. But as a kid, that was serious stuff. Walking Mm -hmm. around a graveyard late at night. Mm -hmm. We must have snuck out. There's no way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah, sneaking out, walking through the graveyard. And then you always have to be like, what was that? Did you hear that? You know, oh, and, yeah. even if you try. didn't hear anything. Oh, like, I was always I about something. scaring people. Have you ever played the Ouija board? I don't know. I haven't. No, that's the devil's I game. I don't do oh, that. Oh my gosh. Oh no, no. I, <laughs> I don't kidding. play it now, but I know when I was younger. So probably when I was like 15, probably. Uh, we were really into playing with the Ouija board and I remember just getting so into it and just Uh being, I mean, it was, I didn't feel anything. Nothing was true, but I remember like being the leader just the way that, yeah. So the way that I think it was Chrissy and she's sitting there going, Oh, like it's, he's coming. He's coming. I used to do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, do you feel that? We must have done presence. it together. Yeah. Cause I vaguely <laughs> remember doing a Ouija board once and I'm sure mm-hmm. it was with you. I always loved to get really deep into it mm-hmm. and then try and scare everybody. So that oh, was yeah. something fun with me. So if you ever played the Ouija board with me, I, it was all not real. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's at that age where you're no longer playing with toys and dolls and that kind of thing but it's before you're completely into boys and going out on dates and everything there's this this few years where you're in between and that's where these girls are this summer they're right in between so you have to find the things that you enjoy doing that aren't playing with toys and aren't just going out on dates and things and that's part of what this is just wanting to solve these mysteries and riding your bike and going to find a fun spot in the Creek to swim. Mm-hmm. Chrissy. I mean, sorry. Who was it? Uh, dang it. I turned my page with my names. Oh. <laughs> I got to keep my page with my names visible. <laughs> if I don't have them to look at, I yeah. just can't get it right. So I love teeny and her pudding bra. And how she's obviously when Chrissy's like, what flavor is it? And she's like, vanilla, (laughs) (laughs) like, duh, of course it's (laughs) vanilla. Would you put anything else in your bra? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So (laughs) I had, I wrote this down. So which girl do you think that you are most like, or you were most like when you were at that age? I would definitely say that I am, I was teeny. I'm not anymore, but I was teeny. Yes, I loved boobs. Absolutely I loved, yeah. have put pudding filled balloons. In yeah. I actually wasn't that skilled. Mine were just regular water balloons, but 
I hadn't, but I, I know I did think about how would I get the pudding in the bra? Yeah. I mean, in the water balloon and I couldn't figure it out. So I, but I did, I had water balloons in my bra from (laughs) age five and up. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I know. I loved the magazines. Oh yeah. The magazines and you would perform and sing Mm -hmm. and dance. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think you ever... Did you like dream of becoming a movie star? No, I didn't want to be a movie star. I just really loved that kind of stuff. I loved, even though, so I feel a lot like Teeny. Teeny's a little bit of a tomboy as well because Mm -hmm. they get out and they ride their bikes and they do all this stuff. Cause I definitely wasn't a girly girl. I was raised in the country where we did, we played in the dirt. We swam Mm -hmm. in the ponds. We did all that stuff, but I also really loved dressing up and being girly. So I really think I identify mostly with teeny because she is gets out there and goes, but also really enjoys the dressing up and being girly. What about you? I have a hard time with this because I feel like I'm a mix because I think I'm quiet like Samantha, but I was definitely not super dark and into no seances mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. You're too wise. You were definitely not a Chrissy. No, I you wasn't a wise and yes. And you weren't a Roberta either. You were never like a real tomboy. You were always more girly, yeah. but not to the point where it was. Yeah. So I was just a mix of all of them. I was, I was very well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think if I had to pick someone for you, you'd be a teeny and a Samantha mix. Okay. I, yeah. Because we totally enjoyed acting out things and singing and. Oh yeah. Dressing up and stuff like that. And you're always on board when I wanted to do something. Yes. Like girly or. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we're at the part where they go swimming in the creek and best part of the whole movie yes well before the best part is the part where they're swimming and Roberta jumps off the tree into the water and the girls are like no it's too shallow don't do it well she jumps head dives head first into the water and then pretends that she drowned or whatever she pretends that she died which they say that she does that all the time. She has this obsession with death and she's the one whose mother had died. So -hmm. they think it just has to do with her mom dying. She pretends like she's dead. They pull her out of the water and Teeny and Sam say, you give, you give mouth to mouth. No, you give mouth to mouth. And they kind of have a little bit of an argument about it. And then Chrissy rushes up. She knocks them out of the way and she is right about to do mouth to mouth and Roberta Mm -hmm. spits the water in her face and says, thanks, Chrissy. You're a real friend. You would be the Mm -hmm. one that would do it for me. You would try and save me. And Chrissy's pissed, Mm -hmm. pissed, but that is, she tested their friendship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's interesting. She did. She ends up slapping Roberta across the face. Chrissy was mad. Chrissy does. Yeah. Chrissy slaps Roberta across the face. She is so upset. How could you do that? Yeah. Yeah. And telling her, don't ever do that to me again. That's Mm -hmm. not funny. Her, you know, that was hard on her. Mm -hmm. Would you give me mouth to mouth? (laughs) 
<laughs> the really? besties can't see that look you just gave me. <laughs> okay, I will take that as a yes. Yes, yes without <laughs> a doubt, I would give you mouth to mouth. I wouldn't even have to think about that. Okay. Would you pop a zit for me? Yes. I wouldn't. That's gross. I love to pop zits. I know you do. Ugh. I don't like picking yes. at things. I do. Love it. Yeah, love I'm it. A, I'm not a picker. That I would pluck a hair things. for you. <laughs> I would pluck a hair from your chin. When we're old, I will pluck your chin hairs. But if I have a boil on my back, you're no not going to pop it for no me. Way, Jose. <laughs> you're going to have to go to the doctor for that one. Okay. Well, if you ever need me to pop a boil, I'm there. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then the best part, we need to do a little... We're going to say some boy parts in this next couple of minutes. So if you don't want kids hearing, you need to cover their ears or skip ahead. But this is the best part of the movie. So just get the kids out of the room. This part, Rowan was cracking up because I was saying the lines word for word just along <laughs> with the movie. So they see, so the girls see the Wormer boys, the four boys that are brothers, they're nemesis, like the they're rivals, movie. they're yeah. rivals. And one of them is Devin Sawa, the handsome. Who we also talked about mm-hmm. in our last podcast, if you tuned into our last one. Yes. So they're, the boys are skinny dipping and they spot them down the creek. And so they're hiding behind a tree, watching these boys naked swimming so they're at this log and Teeny goes, oh my God. Oh my God. You guys, they're like, what? And she says, I saw his penis. So they're like, who's and the balls. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Scott's. And I said it word for word for Teeny. And Rowan was laughing so hard, dying laughing that I knew this part by heart it's so funny that is hilarious yes I like how big she points out so she's like they get this big and she holds her hand probably (laughs) like like a two foot radius (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) I heard they get this big (laughs) oh man I know and Chrissy poor Chrissy is so naive she's just like what What? she's like I'm gonna look I'm gonna look only because you're making me and they're like we're not making you she's like you're making me (laughs) (laughs) but I'm gonna look (laughs) she goes it's small Well, they only get big. Anyways, this is all conversation. So it is just the quintessential conversation for 13 year old girls. Yes. And what a great trick to steal the boys clothes. The boys are naked. They're swimming after they get their peep show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The girls go down and they steal the boys clothes, which is so good. And then of course, can't just steal them. They need to let the boys know they stole their clothes. Oh, yeah. Hey, and Wormers. Just- <laughs> I love it. Oh. And they just take off running on their bikes. They do drop their clothes off, though. Yeah. They- they're nice at the end. They don't make them run through town or anything. So then they go and they are really trying to discover who this dear Johnny is and how he died. So they go to these archives, they're looking through these archives, and Roberta ends up finding the article of her mom dying Mm -hmm. and they went into some detail that she was not 
aware of that yeah. she had dad, suffered. Yeah, her dad had told her, no, your mom didn't suffer at all. Her guardian angel came down and wrapped his wings around her. And she, you know, just a beautiful death, you know, as beautiful as it could be. And yes, this article made it known that it wasn't like that. She had suffered and it wasn't, you know, yeah, wasn't as, as beautiful as Roberta's dad had made it seem to be, which any parent would say that. Yeah. Well, and then, so she gets upset. She's upset. And I really feel like the girls did a very good job of holding their tongue. I feel so many times someone's hurting and you feel like you need to say something. Yes. Don't cry. Stop. What are you doing? Don't, yeah. you know, are you okay? Just, what can uh-huh. I do for you? You know, I, so, but they just, they kind of keep their mouth shut. Yeah. They let her go through what she needs to go through, which is anger yes. and grief and and they kind of rally around her and don't, they don't take too long and they're no, moving they move on, on to another subject and mm-hmm. instead of dwelling on it. And I think for their age, that was a really good friendship. Yeah, I agree. It was very positive for their age to, to treat her the way that, to treat her with dignity. Yeah. The way that they <laughs> no, did. No, I agree. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That was, it it showed that these girls just knew they knew how to deal with each other Mm -hmm. and the way they stuck up for each other on the softball field when that jerk was being a jerk. Yes. Well, and then, okay. The mom and me. So I'm watching this through my best friend eyes, but I also couldn't help but watch through my mom eyes And when those girls, so they run across a drifter. Oh my gosh. While they're pedaling home, they run across this drifter and they're just asking him all these questions. They end up sitting with him, smoking a cigarette with him. And they're just hanging out with this strange man, Mm -hmm. these young 12, 13 year old girls Mm -hmm. hanging out with a grown man, smoking cigarettes. And that right there. (laughs) So I, so it's Brendan Fraser right. in the movie. That's the actor. So I found something out when I was doing a little bit of my research. It was originally up until the very last minute going to be Leonardo DiCaprio. And then he oh. couldn't, yeah, he couldn't make it to film. So then they thought about Matt Damon and they were going to have Matt Damon, this new up and comer, Matt mm-hmm. Damon. They were going to have Kim come out, but Brendan Fraser ended up being available and able to do it quickly. So they canceled Matt Damon and they had, they had him do it. But I thought that was so funny. It was supposed to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Could you imagine those four girls, just the real girls, the, the actresses, if it had been Leonardo yes, DiCaprio. Yes, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting to act alongside with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. That would be pretty yeah pretty sweet yes and then so everything is fine they get away he's not he's not a murderer or anything no, he's just it's yeah. just my mom alarms going off oh yeah being mad that these girls decided to talk to the stripter yes. but everything turned out okay oh, and we totally would have done that I feel like if there was a young because he wasn't like an old guy they wouldn't have stopped I don't oh. think if he was like an old weirdo but he was just this right. younger guy hitchhiking and we totally would have stopped and been interested to, in talking with somebody like that. <laughs> oh, 
But I feel we need to talk about this first kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so innocent and so sweet and so surprising. Mm-hmm. What I mean, I really feel like this one of the cutest first kisses you can have. Oh my Do gosh. you remember your first kiss? Yes. I do. <laughs> Was it as sweet as this no. first kiss? No. <laughs> no, not at I all. I think this is how we want things to be. Yeah. But they never turn out like that. They're no. never that cute. No. It was so funny when <laughs> she he's like, Can I kiss you? She's like, What? What are you saying? And then he finally says, <laughs> can I kiss you? And she goes, yeah. And he just scoots right over. And she's like, Oh, you want to do it now? <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then, they kiss. and then she goes, she goes, Scott. And he scooches up right next to her. Like she wanted to do it again. Yes. <laughs> she's like, if you ever tell anybody, I will kill you. Yes. Uh, that was great. I love it. It was just so awkward. And she was so nervous the whole time. I remember when he said her name, he said, Roberta, and she goes, what? It was like so fast, Roberta, what? (laughs) But she didn't tell anybody. I know. I know. She was very. She didn't even tell Chrissy. I know. So I have another fun fact. So I have all these fun facts and I was going to read them all at the end, but now I'm just going to, because we're talking about it, like the Leonardo DiCaprio one. So they were going to make Roberta a lesbian at the end Mm. and they decided not to, which upset Rosie O'Donnell. She wanted her to be a lesbian, but they decided not to because they thought it would, you know, it was back in the, when was it? 90s that it came out, 91 or 92. And they thought it would, some viewers not like it or whatever. Right. Yeah, so I wonder if that was part of the reason she didn't tell anyone because they were going to make her a lesbian. I don't know. I feel like she didn't tell because she was, she's been this tomboy who's hated this boy this whole time. He's their enemy. Mm-hmm. If she told them, she told her friends that she kissed the enemy. Yeah, that's true. She might get some mm-hmm. backlash mm-hmm. from that. And then the next time, the yes, the next time when they're all together and they see him, he, he does act a little weird. And then Teeny's like, oh, what's into him? And Roberta says, well, maybe he's not that bad. And they're all like, yeah. what? And then it kind of the moment passes. But there was there was a moment would have loved if she would have even told I would love to hear their reaction if she would have told them even when they were older like mm-hmm. they all get together they're sitting in that old tree house which held up really well it was did beautiful. you see how yes. nice that tree house was yes. 20 years later or whatever 10 15 years later yes. and that tree house was in perfect condition okay anyways but what I was trying to say is they're sitting would be sitting there as adults and then her being like when they did that little truth or dare uh-huh. and you know tell me a secret and her being that summer he was my first kiss yeah that would have been amazing but that, that never came up <laughs> yeah that would have been good we should have written this script Yes. Yes. They, (laughs) they had to have found out and then all of them be, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And yeah, Yeah. we, I remember, so they played a lot of truth or dare. I remember us, we played a lot of truth or dare as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, we did. I remember a specific time playing truth or dare in your bedroom. 
Uh-oh. I think it was me, you, Aaron, Noel, maybe Melinda. I don't know. You don't remember this? Oh, you remember playing Juju Dare in your room? <laughs> I remember doing it many times. What time are you thinking of? Are you thinking of time that we don't want to discuss here on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> abort, abort. We need to move on from this, this topic. <laughs> uh, yes we played lots of truth or dare nothing super interesting so we're just gonna move on from this right now yeah yes I remember playing nothing super interesting yes I remember playing truth or dare one time I think at Noelle's house with all the boys and I at that moment had a crush on one certain boy and I was sitting next to him and it was my turn and I picked dare and I gave you the look, you know, the oh, look. oh, like you better yes. dare me to kiss him right now. That better be this dare. And you were <laughs> such a jerk because you were like, um, let me see. I got to think of one. And I'm like shooting you the fire out of my eyes. And you pretended not to notice for like 30 seconds. And then finally you were like, okay, I dare you to kiss so-and-so. Well, I couldn't be obvious. (laughs) I feel like that was well played. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just remember shooting those, that look like you better you better dare me to kiss this boy yes and I did it I did it so I loved their conversation in the treehouse because you can see how in the beginning it was a little awkward for them they hadn't seen each other in a long time but by the end so it cuts back to current time when they're adults and Chrissy's in labor and they're having to rush her to the hospital and of course Of course, Roberta is her doctor and delivers the baby and they're all together. And Sam is very upset by it all. She's like, get it out of her, get it out of her. You know, Chrissy, (laughs) Chrissy hates cussing and swearing. She's like, so they're in, they're in the car headed to the hospital. And Sam says a swear word. And Chrissy says, don't swear in front of my baby. And then in the next scene, she's in the hospital bed going through a contraction. And she's like, shit. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yes, that was funny. Uh, and she's like, get it out of me. And Sam's like, get it out of her. <laughs> so good. Yes, very dramatic. And <laughs> yes. So that's all happened. And they are, must be days later. They're back at the house in the tree house, passing the baby around and just having yes, Chrissy deep- climbed the ladder postpartum <laughs> yes. with her newborn baby. Yes. <laughs> and- her days old baby climbed up and they decided to have, yes, a, right. a powwow. Right. But they are back together. They are back to their, they're able to talk to each other and tell each other their secrets and they start playing truth or dare. I think Roberta asks Sam, truth or dare, and Sam says truth and Roberta says, are you happy? And Sam says, well, no, who's, who, who's happy? Nobody's happy. You know, like her, her typical dark self. And she comes to the realization that her parents' divorce just really messed her up and she pushes people away before she can 
love them because then she won't get hurt and Mm -hmm. they just have this deep conversation together and it's like they were back in that summer when they were kids and they were having these these conversations with each other and I thought that it was really sweet that they ended like that yeah I liked the ending as well they went from the beginning where they felt really awkward being around each other after being away for so long and then just those couple days or weeks together, mm-hmm. they loosened right up and they fell right back into place. And even Sam talks about possibly moving back to Shelby, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it made me, that scene made me think about how there's just something special about having friends that you grew up with, that you went through that time together because you have those memories of being kids and being innocent and having fun and not having, you know, obviously they have these big experiences, but they're not like adult experiences. Well, it I feels think too, you're right. How often can you talk about the time you stole boys clothes or <laughs> stole, mm-hmm. you know, watched the boys in the Creek together and then stole their clothes or the time you smoked a cigarette with a traveling, you know, with a guy on mm-hmm. a bicycle, you know, these are, these are things that we do things as we're older and we do silly things, but nothing quite like when we were younger and to share those experiences with each other mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah. Just to have those memories together when you're an adult, to have somebody that you can talk to about that time is just really freeing. I think too, if you don't talk about it, you forget about it. Oh yeah. There's so many things that I have forgotten about that you will bring up and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, like I'll vaguely remember. And then it'll start coming back the more you talk about it. So yeah, those memories will leave if you're not constantly bringing them up. Like we are, I think our husbands are like, oh my gosh, we've heard that so many times. Stop talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> we have to tell them the story they're like we've heard this story five times we know oh, but we're gonna story. tell it again <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so let me go through the other facts about this movie so it's 18 secrets about now and then revealed so I already said a couple of them as we were going through so they got together with Thora Birch and Devin Sawa And they revealed these secrets. So the lady that wrote the movie based it on her group of friends growing up, which I thought was really neat. Her parents were getting divorced at the time. So she would, you know, it's told through Sam's perspective. So I think we can assume she's the Sam because Sam's a writer. She said Samantha was based on her sister. Ah, She herself was everyone but Chrissy, is what she says. She wrote herself into everyone but Chrissy. It was filmed in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, and the two, so there's the adult group of girls, and then there's the younger group of girls. They were never on set at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they never were on set. They'd never filmed together, obviously, but they never were on set at the same time, which I thought was really neat. And so the adult ladies, they're really only in the movie, like I said, for a few minutes in the beginning and then for a little bit in the end. Mm -hmm. So they only filmed the last week and they never met the girls. The directors did not want them to meet the girls. What they did was they had them watch bits of their acting in the movie 
And they went from, they created the adult version based on that. Um, Thora Birch, who played Teeny, she said that her and the three other girls were thick as thieves. They were best friends while they were filming. She said they were as close as sisters, but they also fought. Really? Yes. Yep. And they all four had a crush on Devin Sawa. <laughs> they did. So Christina Ricci, she had filmed Casper with Devin Sawa. So she was the one that recommended him for the movie. Uh-huh. And he was very thankful about that. But they all had kind of a contest, like who was going to get with Devin first. And they oh all were gosh. like, they all didn't even know what that meant. Get with. Yeah. And so, so in this interview, Devin Sawa was just kind of being shy and saying like, no comment. I don't know. But Thora Birch said, Christina Ricci, she got with <laughs> Devin Sawa first. <laughs> Well, I think too, they already had a connection coming into it. They had to film a kiss. Yeah. And they'd already kissed before in Casper, right? Yeah. Yep. And then, so yes, this wasn't their first kiss actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Devin Sawa said about it. He said, I was the only 15 year old boy with the cast of the hottest young girls in town. So I had a lot of fun. Um, There was actually pudding in the water balloon. Um, Thora, obviously, obviously Thora Birch did not know how to ride a bike. So she said for the first little bit while they were filming, she was like learning how to ride that bike. The rumor about pausing the movie at a certain time. So you can see (laughs) Devin Sawa's thing is not true. He said, I've always wanted to address that. It's not true. You can't see anything. We wore these sock things, which at the age of 14 or 15 was extremely embarrassing. So you can't see anything if you try to pause it, which is very upsetting to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Not as an adult. I don't want to see that, but my younger self really wanted to see. (laughs) I really did. Oh, so, you know, in the beginning of the movie, when they're showing Samantha at nighttime and her little, her parents are fighting and her little, her little sister comes into the room and crawls into bed with her. That little girl is rumor Willis which is Demi Moore's daughter in real life with Bruce Willis. Mm. So that's it. Those are some of the, the little secrets about now and then I thought those were interesting. Yes. Thank you for looking those up. Those were good. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening besties. Yes. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. It was fun watching this movie and breaking down this friendship because it was at a time when you and I were friends and Mm -hmm. we went through some of the same things. So it was, it was really neat to, to go back to our childhoods and, and go through those nostalgic feelings. Yes. It gave me all the feels. (laughs) All right. Well, we will talk to you next time. Besties. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com or message us through our Instagram, longdistancebff.